Naomi is everything rhythm. What makes the body move? It's what makes the head move, what makes the heart move. So it's a bit different. And uh, I'm more melody and I'm more words. I'm Autumn Brown queer science fiction writer, a theologian, a mother of dragons, and a healing justice facilitator for social movements living on Dakota and Anishinaabe land currently known as Minneapolis. And I'm Adrienne Marie Brown, a writer based in Durham, North Carolina right now, student of miracles and love, an emergent strategist, and a pleasure activist. And this is How to Survive the End of the World. Our podcast about learning from apocalypse with grace, rigor, and curiosity. And we are so excited today because we are doing, you know, last season was our sibling season and it was all sibling interviews. We had such beautiful conversations with people who have grown up in the same family and somehow ended up doing the same work. And we... The whole season, we were like, we know the season's not done. <laughs> we know that we're going to have to have more of these conversations because there's so many more siblings in the world. And we have super special guests today. We're fans. So um, we love them. They're incredible singers. Um, and you may know them as Ibeyi, an Afro-French-Cuban musical duo. It's twin sisters, Lisa Cayende Diaz and Naomi Diaz. Um, they sing in, I think, four languages. Um, <laughs> and Ibeyi means twins. And I have been a fan of theirs for years. I've seen them in concert. I think they're just stunning, magical creatures who are trying to bend space and time through the music that they create. They really cast spells with the music that they create. So we're super honored to welcome Lisa Cayende and Naomi to our show. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Yay. <laughs> We're happy to have you here. So we always start off our show with a check-in. Um, we want to know how we are right now today coming into this conversation. Um, so perhaps, Naomi, you can start us off. How are you right now? I'm good. I'm good. Um, you know, we just released an album, so, you know, it's always... <laughs> It's always uh, an interesting time. Mm. It's, mixed, it's mixed with joy and, you know, uh, we're proud. But at the same time, you know, a lot of... Uh, I'm scared. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh-huh. But, you know, it's, you know, it's the first time actually in this decade that... Um, in this, you know, amazing oh, adventure wow. that, that is happening to me. So, you know, it had to happen. But, you know, it's it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, congratulations. We're really excited to hear about the album from y'all. Yeah. Um, Lisa Cayende, how are you? Hi. Um, Hi. I'm really good, actually. I I am a bit uh, overworked <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. uh, I haven't slept much lately, but I am also looking forward 
to meet you all on tour soon and get to see how those songs that we you know wrote and produced in tiny rooms become part of your life also and connection mm. and mm. Uh, I make, I'm I'm truly proud of us, which is the first time also in my life where I can say it that clearly, I think. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, Autumn, how are you doing, my sister? Mm. Well, I'm like, I'm very, very, very fucking thrilled to have a baby here. <laughs> this is very cool. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like a cooler person just because we're having this conversation. Um, Good. Yeah. I'm having, it's the end of like a very heat and thunder and lightning filled week here in Minnesota. Um, and um, so I've spent the last several nights like navigating um, just like my children, you know, being afraid of thunder and afraid of potential tornadoes. And it's, I mean, there's been a lot of sweetness, a lot of cuddling, a lot of like um, people crawling into bed at night with me who don't usually crawl into bed at night with me. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, you know, this morning, um, the day just started with a lot of sweetness with the kids and... And it kind of was a tone set for the rest of the day. So I'm just coming in to this afternoon. Like after we record, I'm going to go for a walk with a friend and then go pick up the kids and feeling like I'm really looking forward to the weekend with them. And mm. sometimes, so uh, Lisa and Naomi, I'm a single mom. And sometimes when I'm looking ahead at like a full weekend alone with my kids, it's a little overwhelming. Um, <laughs> but right now I'm like looking ahead and I'm like, oh, I'm just, it's, I think it's going to be a lot of snuggling and a lot of sweetness and goodness. So mm -hmm. I'm doing good right now. What about you, Adrian? Great. Actually, I'm doing really good. I'm glad to be in this conversation. Um, I love sibling talks. And last night I remembered my gratitude practice, which I haven't been doing for like a month. I forgot. <laughs> so last night I was like, oh, wait, I, this helps me go to bed easier. Even if it's hard, even if the news of the day is hard, mm. this helps me go to bed easier. And then um, a lot of surprises happened today. So um, after this recording, like three different people that I didn't expect, like when I woke up this morning, I didn't know I was going to get to see them. I'm going to get to see them. Okay. And two of them are going to drive me to the airport. I'm going to go meet meet my nibbling, one of my newest nibblings that has been born during this pandemic, my little baby, new baby friend. So it's a good day. Aww. It's a good Friday. I'm feeling good. And um, and it's a Friday the 13th, which I always feel like is a, a lucky time. It's a, a magical day. day. I was explaining this to Siobhan this morning that it's not a bad thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's not a bad thing. Not we, a bad we, thing. We, we were born at uh, Friday 13th, and we Sagittarius too. Oh, oh, shut the front door. See? I'm also a go. Sagittarius. Oh. And I'm used to being in circles with three Sagittarians because both of our parents are Sagittarius. So oh, this oh, is this yeah, is yeah. Our dad was always with Sagittarius. Wow. Our mom is a Sagittarius, and our sister was a Sagittarius. So. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. Wow. So that's much. That's the most. That's the most. Fire okay. in your family. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pure fire. Well, so that kind of gets us into the first thing that we want to know is like, where are y'all from? Tell us like, you know, like 
not just like the, you know, tell us the lineage as much as you want the lineage, but like where are you from? Where did you grow up? What feels like home to you? Well, we're French Cuban. Um, so our mom is white and our dad was um, black. And uh, so we grew up between Paris and Havana. Uh, we were born in Paris, but then we, we moved to Havana until we were two and a half, two, and came back to pursue, you know, school. You know, like when you're little and you go to school. I don't know how you say it in English, but... um, Yeah. Kindergarten. Kindergarten, yeah. Uh, our mom is Venezuelan also. Uh, she's from Venezuela. She's French-Venezuelan, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we came, so yeah, back to France. And then we stayed, you know, uh, in France forever. Um, but we were going back and forth, you know, when we had... Um, Holidays, we were going to Cuba all the time. So, you know, Havana is really home, like Paris. And then now London is another home because Lisa moved to London. And um, and we record the three albums in London. And a, a huge part of our team is English. Um, so, you know, London also is part of home. Mm. Beautiful. And Go then ahead. our ancestors are from... Uh, Nigeria and Benin and Togo and Ghana and um, and so we also have that Yoruba roots that we are so proud of and that is such a huge part of who we are and who we are as a band too. Yeah, it's so beautiful to see the way you all thread that through everything that you create. Um, so another question we had for you, and it'll be really interesting to hear more about this considering what we just learned about how much Sagittarianness <laughs> is in your family. Um, but one of the questions that we've been asking all of our siblings um, that we've interviewed is to share a little bit about family structure. Like um, if you have or had had other siblings, if you, you know, in terms of like as you're in your growing up experience, did you grow up in a household where you had like a lot of other family members, extended family around, or was it like more kind of contained to like a smaller family unit? Just bring us a little bit into your growing up experience. Well, we grew up, we're not the only sisters. Uh, we actually, we twins, but um, we had a, a, an elder sister who is a half sister, but she, she was our sister. Um, but she passed away uh, when Aww. she was 28. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. So it's been nearly 10 years, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. Wow. she was called Yanida. She was an amazing human being. And But we never lived with her because she mm-hmm. was my dad's, our dad's um, uh, daughter. And then she was living in Cuba and then she moved to Miami. Um, <sighs> so we, we were seeing her, but not not as as much as, as much as we wanted you know and our family was really a, like a really sane uh, no not sane it's not saying the word is healthy yeah it, it was really a healthy environment uh parents that loved each other even though they were not they were separated we were young but they would still love they, they were best friends and uh, a lot of other people a lot of friends uh you know uh, yeah, our grandma still to this day love when there's people around. So, you know, we would do parties and we would, you know, want we wanted to stay with the the elder people. So we the adults, 
adults, so we were sleeping in couches and stuff like that to stay with them. So we 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 used to sleep with a lot of noise around, you know, around, <laughs> and uh, a lot of extended family and uncles of heart and 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 uh, aunts. Uh, of the heart and, and, and friends of friends and, friends and, and best friends, yeah. yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. That sounds really yeah, a real cool. Latin family. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah. I love this. And would you tell us a little bit about, like, when I listen to your music, I hear so much care for the world and so much wanting to shape the world, wanting to change how things are. Would you tell us a little bit about? what your family's political orientation was, right? Like, did you learn about politics and the world from your parents, from your family? Like, how is that present? It's funny because I don't think we learned politics through them, but we learned a lot about caring and we learned a lot about uh, art because they were all artists and they were all uh, utopian and they all wanted to live in a better world and we're talking about it and, uh, and about how they would reshape the world through art and how they would reshape themselves through art and how they wanted uh, the world to look like, to sound like, to be like. And so that was a beautiful thing. And I think we grew up with a grandma that also worked in a nonprofit and literally would come back home super later than our dad that was a musician because yeah, she, was, she she used to was she was the head of a of a of a nonprofit nonprofit that was taking care of refugees children around the world. Oh. So yeah. Wow. And uh and we grew up with a grandpa that also was um someone that was teaching and our dad was obsessed with teaching also uh, he was a musician, one of the best conga player in the world. Uh, but he was still obsessed with um, passing through knowledge. Transmission. And transmission. Mm. And that was really beautiful thing to watch. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. So then that was interesting when you were saying that you feel like you didn't so much learn about politics from your family, but you did learn about care. Where would you say your political awakening happened? I think we were talking about politics at home, but it's probably maybe something that is intimate, so that's why we're trying to, <laughs> to be honest, trying to, to, but um, but it's true that we, I think when we were younger, we, you know, when you're young, you don't really, I don't want to say care because you, we do care, but you don't, you think about all other stuff and, you know, and art, I think as a younger person is more interesting than politics. But funnily enough, you say that, but I wanted to be president when I was 13. Yeah. But this wow. comes from somewhere. Yeah. I love that. So I think there was something about the idea of shaping the world and wanted to shape the world. I think what is funny is um, we call it politics. I don't view it like that. I guess when we say politics, what I hear is party. So who do you vote for? Uh, and for me, that's never been yeah. something that we really talked about. But then if we talk, when we say politics, we mean issues. We mean uh, social rights. We mean yes. racism. We mean feminism. We mean what it means to uh, uh, be a woman in this world, to be a brown woman in this world, what it means to be a black woman in this world. Oh, then, yes, we have yeah, yeah. many 
many conversations. And actually, most of our, sometimes our family was not agreeing either. And that was really interesting because we had debate. And um, we still have them. We still have yeah. them. And it's a wonderful <laughs> thing to not, to not agree, but still have to stay at the table and eat together and love each other. But yet, mm. you know, uh, challenging each other's perspective that we learn from my family for sure yeah and also you know we need to say that also you know being you know mixed race also in our family it was never talked because it was so normal so it was uh, when we grew up that more Lisa because I never had any problem um, but Lisa <laughs> did and um, it was at that time when she was uh, 16 that she realized it was something to have her color because in our family it was it was so normal everybody was accepting each other and it was not even a a discussion yeah yeah. i guess also you ask us when that awakening was i think super early on i think Uh as soon as you go to school and you realize you're different as soon as you uh you hear comments from people um as soon as you realize, oh, I'm not the norm. And somehow that means that people are treating me different. Uh, so it was early, mm-hmm. early that we started realizing all of that. Yeah, and we were the friends of the blonde girls that, you know, that were blonde kind blue-eyed. of... It's weird to say attractive because when you're young, it's weird to, to use those terms. But you know what I mean. It was like those blonde girls that were twins also. We had a lot of friends, but those special two blonde girls, like, you know, there were the girls in the school and and we were like the really good friends of girls you know it's funny how it changes when you grow up uh-huh it does and then you continue you know like who would you say are some of your teachers now you know who has continued that awakening around those social issues actually i would say um all of you everybody Uh that we meet everybody Mm -hmm. that has something to say um people that we listen to, artists that we listen to, mm-hmm. um, but also ourselves and how we how we move into the world and how we um, analyze what is happening around us. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another question, and this one, so we have a lot in common. As we're listening to you, I'm like, yes, we also have our father is black, our mother is white, and... We have that Nigerian, Ghanaian, the lineage, and, you know, there's so many places. And we work together, you know, like we do projects together. But there's also distinctions. There's also big differences in us. So we wanted to ask you about that is, like, what feels really aligned about who you are in the world and and what you're doing? And then are there places where it feels really different or where you feel yourselves bringing really different things to the table? Well, I think what is different is... um is uh, our personalities. Uh-huh. Uh, I think mm. we think we were, you know, we grew up kind of the same way. So I think the big, the big lines of the this life, we think the same. We might not feel them the same. We might not talk about them the same. We um, have the same values, but we have the same values. But or it's how we act that is different. And also, I think <laughs> uh, we knew somehow from. <laughs> from what we could hear around us, from our culture, from uh, things about twins, that we had a destiny that was supposed to be uh, linked. 
and that we had something a ah. path to find we had a destiny to fulfill together and wow. uh, there was really this idea of one cup and four hands to carry that cup and so um wow wow we always knew that and when we find music it became so obvious to us it was that oh that is the path and then our wow. differences what makes us different was yeah. made sense it was oh that's why we found the reason why we are so different why we are opposite why we bring things that are so um yeah so different i mean why why we bring some other energies that the other one can't bring and that at first sight might look like a difficult thing to gather but in reality is supposed to be Ooh. together I love that. Like, there's a balancing yeah, that you do. Yeah, Ibe is, from is, those differences. Is, uh, this project is um is really trying to find the common ground to, between us two. It's uh, it will always have been to find the right balance. You know. Yes, and how would you describe like who is who? You know, like who? Like, what would you say are some of those differences that you notice, Naomi? What are some of the differences that you notice? Well, a lot of people might say that I'm extroverted, she's introvert, but I think it's the, it's the, it's the opposite. Wow. But what I show, how I act, how I move, I'm, I'm the gangster. So, you know, people might <laughs> say, like, I'm, I'm really out there, but I'm really the most secretive one. Mm. And, um, mm. and yeah, Lisa is... But, but what's true is that Lisa is really... Uh, um, Reflective. reflective and i'm really uh sensitive that's that's for sure uh i i i, I go through this ah. life just by emotions and intuition and intuition and lisa is really really thinking about everything yeah. really i'm more emotions but also a lot of the brain and also naomi is everything rhythm what makes the body move that's how that's how she moves through life and for me it's what makes the head move what makes the heart move so it's a bit different and uh, i'm more melody and i'm more words um and naomi's really yeah. like i mean shango she's really thunder she's all thunder and electricity yeah. and uh, big booms. <laughs> and i'm i'm the sea uh, I, I i can sink you if i want but i'm truly i want to I want to hold you and, and get you to shore. And I'm more that kind of um, energy. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, th- I, I would say also I'm, I'm much <laughs> a chameleon than Lisa. I'm, I'm yeah. more a chameleon than Lisa. Lisa, you know, it's more. It's ah, true. yeah. Um, I, can, I can be everywhere with everybody. No matter the, the you know, the, the anything. I, 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 feel, I feel good. Yeah. You adapt well. Yeah, Lisa is more, you know. She needs to have really... I think she scares people. <laughs> not because of who she is, but uh, because she... Yeah. But not, 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 in, she not, not in a bad way, but I think... <laughs> you yeah. know, you, you do have... You do need to have something to say when you talk to Lisa. Mm, that's right. real. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, yeah, so... yeah, I can be uh, for hours talking about the same shit in Cuba. It's, I'm going to be happy. You know, and for years, Lisa was like, yeah. you know, she needs mm. to she needs to be fed all the time. Yeah, that's true. Which mm. which uh, I'm learning how to be less intense in that way because I'm also realizing that I that probably comes from 
the feeling that I'm not enough and that so therefore I need everything to be so fulfilling uh, but I'm learning the more I have confidence in myself the more I can enjoy just being and it yeah. doesn't matter if it's not feeling right. it's just being and it can be also really beautiful I think Adrian and I have it's it's this is so interesting because we were just having a conversation last week um so the the series of the podcast that we're doing this season is like our all about love series. And um, the episode that we recorded last week was about loving ourselves as we are. And one of the things that we were touching into in the conversation was exactly this sense of both of us struggle with the same thing of like needing to constantly have Mm -hmm. our brains being stimulated. And, you know, and for me, I think of, I'm also very analytical. And so I feel that need to always have like information going in and I'm learning, finally starting to learn (laughs) to just be, you know, to intentionally take pauses throughout my day where I'm like, I'm just going to sit and experience my environment rather than feeling like I have to have some noise, some information entering my brain. Um, yeah, our friend Janine, um, she keeps saying this to me, like there's there's mm-hmm. being without doing uh, and which is like anathema to me. I'm like, no, I really no. do know like, that though. I'm <laughs> like it's really perfectly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard for me, but I, I'm always create you know, I'm like, I must be creating or of service. But I think every time I get still, that's what lands is I'm like, oh, I can just be and and when I am just, but being it's the same. So when you when you know how to do that, sometimes you're like, I should be doing stuff, <laughs> so, <laughs> right? No, but you know, yes. so there's also this thing of, like, because I think people do do show that they do always stuff, and then in social media they're always doing stuff, and it's like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you. It's not because of social media because I really it doesn't affect me. Thank Lord, because it does affect a lot of people. Yes, but um. It's just like when you yeah. talk to some people, you know, you you feel like it's you you thinking that about yourself. No, every nobody told me that, but it's you feeling that you should That's probably right. sometimes do more. And then yes. I already talked to our friends about it, and they were like, "Just you are like you are, you know. Like if you if you cool, being That's right. just being, just let it be, you know." Also, so I think a, in both ways mm-hmm. you asking yourself questions. In also, a on a creative point of view, I realize that uh, if I don't leave, I have nothing to say. If I don't That's right. experience, if I don't have a life, if I don't right. have, fall in love, if I don't break up, if I if I don't learn and get hurt and <laughs> go right. back up and <laughs> and live, I have mm. nothing to say, and. For me, that's the worst. Yes. I mean, if I think about the worst, I yes. prefer. I it's like, it's not being able to sing about anything, right? Mm. Yeah, that is a tragedy. I love that. Mm. I love that. Okay, we have one more question related to your sibling relationship before we want to hear about your latest musical project. Yes. Um, but this last question, we ask all of our siblings: What is one thing? that you would like people, the world, to understand about your sibling? It's so good. I wrote a song about this. 
It's such a good question. I am one of, I think my second ever song was about you and it was about that. And it said basically, if you can know her like I know her, you'll, you, you'll understand, you would understand mm. the beauty I see. Mm. And I think for me, what I, what I wish wow. uh, people would understand, I, I think I wish people would see all of her dimensions. Not just the one thing they feel, not just the first mm. approach, not just the, 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 the complexity and beauty of every single detail she is, that she is. And um, it's funny, I think that's why I photograph you all the time. Also, it's kind of I'm trying to capture them all, all, all of that you are, wow. so that I can show it to people. Ah, it's so, so beautiful. <laughs> Oh, our listeners can't see what just happened. So I'm going to describe it. <laughs> that Naomi just leaned over and so placed sweet. her forehead against Lisa's forehead. It was very beautiful. I think it's a well, forehead I kiss. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm really bad for these things. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say the same thing. I would, I, would, I, would, I would say the same thing, especially because I know Lisa, she she, she she really felt like she was weird when she was young. And also sometimes I said it to her, like, oh, you're weird, but it was mm. not in a bad way. But it's just like, <laughs> I know from me, it was not the same way as she was feeling from other people. But it's just because she's... Right. Really, what can you... You can say, like, people say deep. Well, she's really deep, you know, and sometimes it's, you know, and she always, mm-hmm. you know, and so I wish people would understand that it's not that complicated. Because it does, it, it is complicated for her actually, not for people to understand. Right. And, um, and yeah, she's a beautiful person. That's right. Yeah, I hear so much of the energy of just like protection that you all feel for one another. Like, if I were to read your energy right now, it's like both of you are like extending a veil of protection over the other person. It's very beautiful. Yeah, I'm protecting a lot of things. Yeah, when it comes to my family, that's why I'm bad of talking about it because I, I'm really, like, I'm really private. I'm really protected. Like, <laughs> don't even try. Don't yes. even try. And you've always been. Yes. I remember. You know, it's funny. I remember when we were small. Naomi telling me, I, I, I will fuck them up. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, no, no, there's no need. There's no need for that. But I remember her saying, if they touch you, I will fuck them up. And, and I believed it. Yeah. I still do. Yes. You know, if I ever, and I'm touching wood, it will never happen to yes. me. Touching wood. If I ever get kidnapped, I'm sorry for the one people that kidnapped me because she's going to come and she's mm-hmm. going to find you. And yes. <laughs> I, I think it's this kind of, um, and that's a beautiful thing to have someone that you know and i'm not talking about violence because obviously violence is is not a good thing but just but feeling that someone is truly in your court and would truly protect you till the end it's a really beautiful thing to have yes. and to grow up with yes i'm i'm so ecstatic to hear this loving protectionism we have a third sister and you know Literally, if anything happens, you know, Autumn and I are both like love and peace. And if anything happens, we tell it. And our third sisters are like, Do you need where me? are they? <laughs> you know, like, I can get them. But uh, there's also something really beautiful about the way you see each other in the complexity. Like that it's like, yes, it's not just this. It's not just that. I want you to see everything. So a lot of times that shows up in the work we create. So now this is the year 2022 and you have released your third album. 
So first we had Ibeyi, second we had Ash, and now we have Spell 31. You're frustrated when I cry. I'm finding out how sacred as time goes by. We'll be right back. We have merch. You can put it on your body. Yes. You can give it to someone else. On their body. On their body. You can put your mouth on it. Anyway, (laughs) but the only way to get it is to sign up to become a patron. Um, So we want you to go to patreon.com slash end of the world show. And you can check out all the different tiers and levels. If you give it the highest tier, you get all of the different kinds of merch that you can get. If you give it the lowest tier, which is just $6 a month, you get an exclusive print a piece of art that Adrian made. And it's got you, unicorns, y'all. Unicorns <laughs> running away from an explosion. It's perfect. <laughs> and you also get exclusive access to Ask Me Anything, Ask Us Anything episodes that we will drop a few times a year. You where they're actually, honest. they're more than episodes. They're like live events it's that really we are going to do and yeah. you can come be there. I'm scared, I'm um, scared. Yeah, Adrian's scared. I'm like... Really excited. Yeah, I'm <laughs> tell you anything, but only if you come. I'm yes. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And um anyway, thanks so much for being patient with us. It's worth the wait. It's really worth the wait. The it's merch definitely is worth the wait. And we love y'all. Love you. Can you tell us? everything you want to tell us about this work, like why this work, what did you pour into it? How did it change you? Like we want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Because it was time. <laughs> it's time. It's time for the third album. <laughs> you know, the last one was probably four or five years ago. So it was time. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, we had stuff to, to so. think about and to say, and, um, it was a beautiful way of doing it. It was we did it differently than the two first months, um, mm. because Lisa, Lisa always writes, so I don't write, um, and uh, I'm more in the production part. Uh-huh. And um, and for the first time, even though we we will never say which song is is related to who, she wrote in my like like if she was me also for certain songs. Um, ah, got it. With your perspective. With yeah. my pers- perspective. Wow. Before it never happened. Um, and so wow. that's why I think it's more balanced. Also, um, we did this album. I started with Richard Russell, who is the producer we co-produced with. Uh, it's been, you know, it's the third album we're doing with him. And um, we were together for a um, week and a half and we did some beats, you know, we just were enjoying ourselves and just having fun. And so the song had to um, morph the beats, uh. adapt. adapt, yeah, adapt. While, b- while before it was, you know, the beats that had to, to uh, adapt. adapt the songs. Mm-hmm. And so I think the balance between all two words, all, it, it, it's a better balance than what we did before. And I think 
eBay, as I told you before, is always trying to find the more balance between us two. And so I think, you know, each album is going to be this way, trying to find the, 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 the more balanced one. one. And, um, and yeah, and I sing more also. I took my place doing that. Um, mm. I, I wanted to do it before I wasn't ready and I, and I wanted to do it. So we did it. And, and you see, the thing that I what think is everybody... It? What does that mean, you took your place? I was not ready, honestly. I was not ready. I was, um, you know, it was it was Lisa's thing. Ah, so you were like, I'll sing along with you, but it's yours. But this time yeah. you were like, we're collaborating. It, yes. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, I was like, I can do it too, you know. But you know, it's funny because she says she took her place and I definitely felt it. Even the first day of the studio, I felt like that was a different dynamic. But I also think we took our place as a band into the world with this album where we finally stopped apologizing for being different, stopped apologizing for um, not being what other, other people make, you know, not, not having music that is like other people. And, and that finding that center came because we stopped and we got time to look back and be proud at what we did and at all of this work we did. And so with that in mind, suddenly we were like, no, this is our time. is underwater I've cried all over you Slow down Now we've grown Let's start new So I think the world changed so much uh-huh. yeah. uh, during wow. the past two years. Mm-hmm. I think we, we changed with it too. Mm-hmm. And so it suddenly felt like everything was aligned. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we were ready to carry this album and the world was ready to embrace it. And so yeah, it seems to me like a really magical moment for us. Mm-hmm. And also I think what people need to understand is that eBay is, is always, we always gonna, we're never gonna do the same thing. Right. Um, twice. So it's always it's always gonna gonna be different and and what I would what I would like to say to to you all and to everybody is that um, don't be shocked if one day we go too far in 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 in, in one place or the other. It's just because we're trying and we're having fun. We're experiencing. Yeah. So we might do something that that would look really commercial to you mm-hmm. or or not, you know. But it's just we're just having fun, you know. We just want to do whatever. As much as music and as much as, um, yeah, trying as much as stuff we can. Yeah, because um, this, is, this is our life. Our life is experimenting and experiencing yes. all facets of who we are. And yeah. we cannot give you truth if we're not searching. Mm. And, um, and we gave that oath to each other without even saying it into word, but we did that... This would be a place where we would not allow the fear to come in. And the fear is they're not going to like it. That's right. They're going to be lost. We are different. That's we right. need to. How are we going to survive with this music? How are we going to sell records? So we said. To or other, it might be, oh, they, 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 you know, they, they went to the other way of the bridge. Or, yeah, you know, like. Exactly. It could be the, the, diff, the different. The, yeah. the exactly. Opposite. Both sides. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think we, we always. We, yeah, we walk that line where we say, no, 
who are we right now and what do we want to say mm. right now what aligns what music aligns with who we are and how we feel right now and i think that's why uh, um each album is so incredibly personal mm. yes and it sounds very much like um it's a liberating process like the way that you make your music is to get as free as you can get in that moment and see what happens and you know i feel like everyone is constantly changing and evolving but some people are trying all the time to conform you know back and to live it by external approval right just like someone outside will tell me whether I'm doing a good job or not doing a good yeah. job, which is death to an artist, right? Yeah. Because the artist is supposed to hear what doesn't exist yet. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, but yeah. I think also the problem is that um, a lot of artists put themselves into a box. That's the problem. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's not only the, the it's not only the people. It's also no. themselves. Yes. So when they if they start doing this and then people agree then how can they change? They're scared. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're exactly. But also, but also we do that because of approval. So that's the interesting thing. Look, in the record, there's a song called Creatura, Creature Perfect, it's called. Ah. And, uh, and it says, I don't, I don't have to be perfect. I finally see who I'm supposed to be. This song is a song that I wrote just before going into the studio because I realized my whole life I had I was trying to understand why the concept of perfect is for you and adapt to you with absolutely every single relationship I had. Yes. To the point that I friends, lost, family, friends, family, yeah. lovers. I lost who I was. I lost who I wanted to be. And also then what comes in is the fear that if you become who you're supposed to become, everybody's going to leave. Yes. Yeah. If you are who you're supposed to be, who's going to stay? You don't mm. even know if they're going to stay, gonna stay. So suddenly it's like the most frightening thing. It's crazy because people do that like you without even people asking them to do it. That's right. Mm -hmm. Because we want to be loved. Because we want to belong and be safe and be loved, yes. be held. Yeah. Yes, it's very indeed. fundamental human behavior, right? It's like yes. I have to belong to the tribe, to the fam, someone to care for me. But it's so brave too. It's like you don't actually belong if you're hiding any part of yourself. Not even to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Not even to yourself and also you doubt. You will yes. always, always have this little voice in your head that will tell you, and what if they saw the real me? Yeah. Ooh, they stay. So right. it's like hurting yourself every day yeah mm -hmm. even if you get the gratification of them liking you in the moment right and so mm. this song was that my promise to myself to to just start discovering who i was and what is incredible about going through that journey though it's a journey i'm going to have my whole life to work on yeah and and it's something i'm going to have to catch myself mm -hmm. my uh, my whole life on what is wonderful is then you get the chance to search and realize you're forever changing. Yeah. There is nothing like truths. There's old truths and new truths. And um, we're constantly morphing and changing and dying and re and. Yes. Rebirthing. I don't know how to say that yes. in English. Reincarnating. We did it. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. con constant spring. Constant spring. Yes. Uh, 
Well, one last question I have around is just spell 31. Why is it spell 31? Because when we're in the studio, there's always books um, that Lisa brings or Richard Russell has in his studio. Mm-hmm. Or that he brings also from his house. And um, sometimes we open them. Sometimes Lisa writes a lot. Like she, she finds inspiration and everything. But also in books, like a word can, you know, open mm-hmm. the gate for so 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 we always have books and so at one point Lisa and Aliyah who is um, a friend and a photographer who was there during the when we were in the studio and, and Richard were talking about how how many how how we lost a lot of knowledge when the witches were burnt witches who are healers by the way yes right. witches but yeah, yeah uh, and uh, you know our ancestor you know and um and that it was crazy how how yeah how we lost knowledge and and at that point uh, richard said to lisa open the book open this book and she opened it and it was spell 31 it was the the egyptian book of the dead Yes, sorry. And it's wow. a, a book that has all of the spells that Egyptian people used to say while they were embalming the bodies of their loved one. Wow. So that in the afterlife they would be protected. Mm. And um, what is really special is that uh, there's, for example, the spell to not be eaten by a crocodile in the afterlife. Oh my the God. Spell, <laughs> wow. Yeah. The spell to be rich in the afterlife. And then we fell into spell 31, which says. Or you with the spine who would work your mouth against this magic of mine. It has been handed down in an unbroken line. The sky encloses the stars and I enclose magic. What? Wow. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> That's the best answer. I have, this, I have chills I, right now. I have chills right now too. And I have this posted on my wall. So I, I, all of my writing, like it comes like a line will come and then I'll figure out like, is that a book? Is that a something? So it's like, why will you stand in the face of your magic and turn away from it? You know, it's like everyone needs to answer that question. I'm really excited that you're making people consider this and, and sit with this question. I think this is going to be an awesome album to to the whole world. It's such a gift that you keep creating in this way. When are you um, coming to the U.S.? Oh, yeah. We're going to start the tour in the U.S. So we're starting in September. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's out already. The dates are out. Okay. It's out already. The dates are out. Yeah. Go and get your tickets. Because I think also... Do you want to go together? Yes. Okay. I'll fly. (laughs) I'll fly. I'll come to you. Okay. All right. Very good. And we're coming to Minneapolis. (laughs) You are? Yeah, I think so. Because we have a special... We have a special bond with Minneapolis because it's Twin Cities, and also because uh-huh. we, <laughs> because because um, of Prince of Prince that yeah it, it was we that's had right you place. collaborated with Prince right we didn't but um, he came to see us play in Minneapolis <gasps> oh that's we so beautiful to. you were supposed to we were supposed to we, we we booked the he asked us to play in Pesley Park and we had booked the date uh, a, a week before he passed away oh my god. No, actually, wow. we were supposed to be there a week be- after he passed away. Was a week after. Got it. Exactly. Got it. So we, we missed each other of a wow. encounter of a week. But yeah, and so it was a beautiful... You know, he changed our tender. lives. He yes. changed our lives. Absolutely. So, that so night, yeah, we yeah. love Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, you will hear us 
screaming. <laughs> Hopefully in the front row when you come. In Minneapolis. <laughs> yes. yes. Please come through. It's like a foreign country. Twins are spirits of a higher rank. Here to honor a lineage and convey a message from heavens. They share the mother's womb. Treat them with complete equity. As they are duplicate forms of the same spirit. Ibeis are the ultimate harmony between two people. So our next thing we want to be in with you is we call it top culture. What is top the culture. what are the top culture? <laughs> so what are the things, you know, it might be I mean Maybe you're listening to your own album over and over again, and that's your top <laughs> no. culture. No, no. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what are the books? What is a song? Maybe it's a television show or movie, mm-hmm. or what is something in the culture that is helping you survive this moment? Well, right now, I'm not I'm not uh, listening to this. We've been working so much that I'm like, I just want to be <laughs> tranquille, how it's in French, like, uh, you know, no noise. Um, yes. But I'm really looking forward to listen to the Kendrick uh, Lamar. Oh, yes. I've been listening to it all morning in the bathtub. So, uh, yes. <laughs> so I really want to. This is the only thing I'm going to say right now. Okay, and, good. And uh, for me, um, I guess what has been... I, I've uh, read an incredible book by Akweke Emezi. Uh, mm, they yes. are an incredible writer. And uh, we became pen pals and now we're friends and um, I think their their power and their strength and their confidence empower all of us to feel the same and to yeah. bend worlds. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. And then the other thing I would say is uh, genuinely the best thing. It's not pop culture, but I guess it's it's um, the best thing I I did in the past. Uh, months is celebrate what is to celebrate and sometimes yeah. it's just being with your friends eating popcorn watching a bad movie and just realizing <laughs> damn this is happiness yeah yes. this is it <laughs> this is it togetherness it's yeah, all i'm yeah, after yeah. yes <laughs> what about for you autumn well as as is often the case my top <laughs> culture is in something that was introduced to me by my children my kids mm. are really into anime, and they recently mm. introduced me to an anime show called The Promised Neverland, which mm. follows the story of these young people who live in an orphanage, and they think that they're being raised in the orphanage and then will be adopted out. And then it turns out that demons are eating the ones that are getting adopted. And so the then these young people figure that out, and then they have to, like figure out how to save all of the children in the orphanage, but they're also children. So it's basically and children. And children see that? It's children. It's, yeah, it's like an animation. So it's not like, you know. <laughs> I um, sounds horrific. Yeah. It sounds so scary. Yeah, it does. It is, I mean, it sounds scary to me, but here's here's the thing I'll say, Naomi, is that the the whole culture of what children experience and understand is so different now than it was when we were kids and this has been like a major learning curve for me as a parent of like wanting to sort of like put these tight guardrails around what my children are experiencing and then realizing that the world is like you know their their world is Talking about it, it's something. Saying this is different, you know? <laughs> no, but yeah. I, I think we also saw things that we were not supposed to see, yeah. especially anime. I mean, it's true. I remember seeing with our dad uh, Princess Mononoke, and yeah. 
and terrifying. It was terrifying. terrifying. We were really young. It was like this, this creature coming out that is like worms, and the, everybody's mm-hmm. dying, and the world and they get their is heads dying. cut off. Yes, and yeah. it's true. It's true. And, and my my t- kids have definitely seen that movie. <laughs> Oh, I love it. And you know, it's still so beautiful. It. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Still today, this is part of my uh, internal world. So when I have like, when I do meditation through vision, my code yeah. looks like the, the, um, the gooey uh, yes yes the gooeyness of um Ooh. of the how do you say the soul of the forest yeah yes. and i have a wolf by my side so it's funny how what oh, you i love see it in childhood yeah it's real stays with you as an adult yeah it's real and one of the other things i'll just say about this that i have to navigate so because i'm a single parent my kids also, there are different content standards in the two different households. So so the reason why this is my new top culture is that I only just said yes to the kids like showing me this show in our household as of two nights ago because they've already seen all of it in their dad's household. And I was like, I was on team like, no, you're not watching shows like this. And then finally I was like, oh, what I need to do is shift gears. They're already watching it. So what I need to do is shift gears and watch it uh-huh. with them so that I can be in an intelligent conversation with them about it. And then what I'm finding, as soon as I started watching it with them, I was like, oh, I totally see why y'all are so into this. Because it's <laughs> because it's like kids having to be like the adults around us. Don't get it. They're like, they're not actually taking care of us. We have to take care of ourselves. Right. And like, that's how you feel when you're a preteen teenager is you yeah. feel like no one is on your side and only your peers understand shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, oh, I, I get why you guys are so into this. Let me roll but, with it. <laughs> also, I'm ju- I love that. And I'm also just going to say, for me, there's no better energy than that, than I get, I'm getting something you don't get. And I often say to people, <laughs> if you think you can do better than what I'm doing, yeah. go with it. That is Please the energy you want. Okay. That is what you want. Yes. That's right. That's your distinction. Mm. That's yes. Good. I That's love great. that. That's like really excellent advice for the world. Um, <laughs> Adrian, do you want to give us your top culture? Yes. Well, Aside from I mean, IBA. Def- <laughs> yeah, so Ibe, I'm very top cultured with y'all. And then listening to Kendrick Lamar's new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I'm very, um, I, I, like, it's, if it sounds like you just put it on and immediately it's like, oh, this never existed before. It feels like it always existed. It's so excellent. Like, it's just such an excellent thing to listen to. Um, and then I think my other one is I'm returning to This Is Us. Um, which I, the television show, This Is Us, which in my head I call it This Is Crying because every <laughs> single episode I cry so hard. What is but this? But it's really, so it's that. a television show about a family where um, it's a mother and a father and three, and a triplets, but yeah. one of them is adopted. And um, they tell the story in multiple timelines simultaneously. So you're seeing them like as a as a family growing up as kids, but you're also seeing the adults interacting with each other and taking care of their parents. You're also seeing like all these every subplot of their families and every single show. It just talks about like what it is to be family, what it is to be human and 
the most tender, it just touches into like the most tender part mm-hmm. of the heart. Oh, it's so good. It's so well written. I just think that of the writing room. Like I feel like they sit in the writing room and they're like, that's good, but you know it would be even more devastating as if we did this, <laughs> you know? And it just makes me feel like I want to write things that are much more devastating and, and you know, <laughs> emotionally honest, you know? Um, but it's, I really just sit down each night and I just put it on, give myself a good cry and then switch over to like Abbott Elementary or something to like palate cleanser, <laughs> you know, laugh yes. and palate cleanse and like go to bed with joy. So that's my top culture. Mm. Um, it's a lot of things. Oh my gosh, it has been such a beautiful time for us to get to talk with you about who you are, how you are, what you're doing in the world, and this new project. Um, we want everyone to listen to Spell Thirty One. Um, and support Ubei and go see this concert tour. Yeah, thank you so much for being with us. And audience, thanks for listening to our show. We're on Twitter and Instagram at End of the World PC. We're also on Facebook at End of the World Show. You can make a sustaining donation to our show by visiting our page at patreon.com slash into the world show. Just a reminder, you can get all kinds of amazing merchandise, including artwork that I did myself so you want to become a patron you can also um, help our show sustain itself by writing us a review on Apple Podcasts if you're an iPhone person thank you How to Survive the End of the World is produced and edited by the beautiful spectacular Zach Rosen and the wonderful and blessed Jess Pinkham music for today's show comes from Tunde Alaniran and Mother Cyborg alright blessings on every single person love you all Thank you so much for being with us. Thank Thank you. you. Thank Thank you. you Thank you very much.